Welcome to the Online Course Masters Show, where we learn from the best online course creators how to better create and sell our very own courses. I'm your host, Phil Ebener, and today I have Dave Espino back on the show. Dave is a good friend of mine, and we actually run the Passive Income Show group on Facebook. We were doing a live call for that group, and we were talking about some really awesome stuff that I thought, hey, I might as well make this an online course master's show episode. So we talk about things like taking our businesses to the next level and something that's going to be really exciting for all of you, how you can get your very own online courses on Amazon. Yep, I said that. Dave has figured out a way to legitimately get your courses listed on Amazon. So Dave explains that and much more in this episode coming right up. Visit OnlineCourseMasters.com for show notes to watch the video version of this episode and see an archive of all our past guests. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Please, if you haven't done so already, leave a review for this show wherever you listen to it. Now, let's get straight to the interview. Dave, how are things on, not the other side of the world, but just a little bit further than (laughs) Orange County? (laughs) How are things in Boise? Yeah. <laughs> well, they are awesome. We actually get, you know, four different seasons. And that's my first time in my life that I've experienced that, which is really cool. I mean, the the, the brilliant colors in the trees and the change of weather. And it, it's almost like clockwork. It's like, okay, on the news, they announce it's fall now. And you literally feel a change, like from one day to the next. I'm like, yeah. wow, that is really weird. Yeah. Because in California, I'm used to it being hot until like December sometimes. Yeah. You know, and then it cools down for a, maybe a month <laughs> and then it heats back up again. It was like but, 100 um, degrees uh, last weekend here. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, they're saying there's a very, very slight chance of snow Saturday, which, you know, we're not fully into winter, but they're saying a really tiny chance. And we're, and, my family and I were like, yeah, yeah, come on, let's, you know, but yeah. I'm sure people that live here are like, no, we don't want snow. Yeah, totally. but, <laughs> but no, it's been, it's been a really great uh, move, thankfully. I mean, I was uncertain about it and I was unsure about it because I was born and raised in Southern California all my life. So it was just, uh, it was a big, it was kind of, I feel like it was kind of a gutsy move, but we wanted to do it because uh, for a lot of, I don't even get into it, but a lot of different reasons, uh, a couple main reasons we're going to get our, our boys into college and they're right in that age. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of coming up against a deadline and with the high cost of living in Southern California, it just didn't make sense. And not, not to mention the fact that when uh, kids go to college in California, sometimes they can't even get the classes that they need. Mm-hmm. So they have to go wait another year or two to get those classes. Um, very, very different here. So, but yeah, lifestyle has been great. People are super friendly. I mean, it just, we love it. And I never thought I would say that, but, <laughs> but it's true. That's awesome. That's so that's awesome. been great. And you have your, a new office that you're sharing right now, which I, hopefully that's helping <clears throat> you be a little bit more productive. Have you found that to be the case? Yeah, definitely helps me be productive. Uh, this I've had an office in the past when I used to be on the infomercial, and that helped me be productive. So I already knew that, you know, that that can can happen. And then there are sometimes when I just have work that I know I want to be more comfortable doing, so I'll just sit at home in the recliner and you know do that kind of work. Uh, but for anything broadcasting or anything professional or whatnot, the office is great. There's plenty of room here, and you know I even have a little setup to to list some stuff on eBay, which believe it or not I still do, uh, <laughs> but only on rare occasions when I 
when I can get twenty eight hundred dollars for one Hot Wheels car, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, I'll list something on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty good. I'm, I'm just don't mind me checking. I'm just making sure our live stream is working, and it looks like it is, good. which is awesome. Um, just for people who are watching this and wondering what we're using today, it's called Ecam Live, and it's a new. Well, they've been around for a little while, but they made an update. This is actually the beta version, but they allow you to bring in a Skype feed, which Dave is coming through, and that allows us to do this face-to-face interview right on uh, Facebook Live, which is super awesome um, because we've, pl- you know, it's it makes it easier for people like you who aren't watching necessarily live, but for people watching live, uh, just to get access to this video. Easier than doing an even even like a YouTube live because there's just people online on Facebook right now and it shows up in their feed, which is awesome. So Ecamm yeah, Live that is great. beta. Maybe I'll put together a little tutorial or something on how to use that if people are interested. That way even I can figure it out. Yeah. It's pretty easy. <laughs> so uh yeah, it's it's it seems a lot more complicated than it is, but um it's pretty easy. So awesome. Nice. Well, yeah, I'm in my office. I'm actually, I don't know if you saw my video that I posted probably a month ago, but I'm working on converting my garage into more of a studio office space just to have set up. Even though I have this office dedicated for working, I still don't have my nice camera set up. I don't have my nice uh, lighting and microphone set up all the time. And Mm. um just thinking that having a dedicated space like that will be good for the long run. Um, so investing in the business so that when, you know, rooms in the house might be taken by other people or whatever, um, yep. I'll have a separate place to go and, and still film. And uh, so, yeah, working on that, that's going to be hopefully done in a few months. Uh, we're, we're still working with the city to get designs and permits all, all done. Mm. We're making it legit because we have to do some electrical work and all kinds of stuff like that oh yeah that makes sense yeah i would have done the project myself but there's like electrical and stuff that i don't know how to do so yeah yeah pay the pros for that yeah exactly (laughs) pay the people that know what they're doing but man life's good in southern california and life with the business has been doing really well i've over the past half a year video school online i feel like has come a long way in the sense that it's finally, and I say this every year, but I feel like it's finally the branding is where I want it to be. The website's where I want it to be. Now all it is about, it's all about just creating more content, more courses, more blog articles, and expanding that way. And the ways that I'm doing that right now are just working with more co-instructors on courses. Uh, becoming more of a publisher in that sense, and then also hiring writers to write blog articles for me, which has been a cool Mm. experiment that I've been doing lately. Um, And it's been an experiment. Some writers I've hired, and I just find that uh, it wasn't worth it to hire that person. Like I feel like they're not... um, I could have written the article better, or they're not saying what I think... Like They're not teaching the way I would teach, or teaching the right. things that I would teach. They're saying different things. But then there are some that write these great photography articles for me that are getting a lot more traffic than I've ever gotten. And I'm able to pay that person to create that, write that article while I'm working on something else, which is just awesome. Um, just 
I feel like being able to re like invest back into the business to help grow has been something that I'm trying to do right now. And and my web track traffic has been increasing a lot since then. So that's exciting. Awesome. That is a great move on your part uh, is to start outsourcing, you know, the creation of content. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And I, and I understand what you mean. Uh, there was a, a period of time where I had some interns that were writing for me because I was building a lot of websites and I needed a lot of content. And I know what you mean. The, the, the quality can really vary, uh, you know, depending. So it's good to get like a sample from them, a writing sample ahead of time if you're planning to hire somebody and to just get a sense of whether they fit or not. But um, there's something I was going to ask you about, something you just mentioned. Um, but Courses, you, publishing. You, yeah, you said that you're, you're heading more in towards the publishing realm. And that was one of the points that I wanted to talk about today mm-hmm. is how we should see ourselves more as an online course publisher rather than an online teacher. Because I think that if, if you see yourself as an online teacher, you're, you're, you're limiting yourself. You're limiting the scope and the breadth of how big you can get mm-hmm. because you're really thinking like uh, you're thinking kind of small yeah and and there's nothing wrong with that by the way um if that's what your mindset is at and if that's what you want and you want to be an online teacher and you love teaching we all love teaching i think if we're an online teachers right yeah. if we're online teachers but but i think that there's a if you want to get big with your business at some point you got to start thinking in terms of being an, an online course publisher and so maybe we could have a conversation about that, you know, and tell me a little bit about how you see yourself uh, going in that direction of, on, of more of a publisher and less of a hands-on, you know, do-it-yourself. Well, I think, like you said, it's kind of the next step for people who start teaching online, and it's one route that we can take. And like you said, there, there's no wrong, nothing wrong with just being an online teacher and sticking to your topic. But I've created this brand that is bigger than what I can just teach myself. And there's lots of things that I've learned over the years, and I've taught courses on them, um, and new things that I learned partly to teach a course on. But to grow faster, to create courses faster, and also just to like feel like a bigger company... I felt like I needed to expand a little bit more by hiring other experts who know topics that would fit under my brand, but I don't know that topic. And so my goal when I was looking at Video School Online a few months ago, like, what is Video School Online? What is our goal? And uh, it's a place for to learn creative skills, but really I want to have a course on any video editing software, any photo mm-hmm. editing software. And for now, or for a while, I've been limited to just the software that I use, but there's so many other applications that people use around the world, and they would love to learn. And I can find experts to help teach courses on those topics. Um, I think the hard part, it's hard, though. It's tricky, and we can talk about advice for doing it, but it's hard to find people who are going to have the quality that you have that you want, um, who maybe are dedicated to it as, as much as you. And then also just the logistics of, okay, what's like the revenue split going to be? What's the workload split going to be? How do you make it fair? And what, what is my role as a publisher? Um, I've found that I'm, I, to make a course really good, I have to be pretty hands-on with not just, you know, coming up with the topic and saying, Hey, like, can you create this course for me? But really, through the outlining of the course and through coming up with like a style for the course, like 
really hands on, but but me not being in front of the camera and not editing the course necessarily allows me to do a lot more and work on other things as well. So it's kind of like this next this next level. And I look at companies like Craftsy.com, which had a thousand courses and they were bought by NBC Universal for like two hundred forty million dollars or something. And I'm wow. like, <laughs> Video School Online could do that someday. <laughs> So that's kind of like one of the companies that I look up to. I don't want to be a course marketplace like a Skillshare or a Udemy, a mini right. Udemy, but I I do like the idea of like being a, a bigger co- content creator. Um, mm-hmm. And who knows? I, I feel, still feel like this is like we're in the beginning and who knows what's going to happen in five, ten years from now with our own businesses and with online teaching in general. So yeah, so yeah, that's where I'm at. What ha, what have you been doing, or have you done any sort of more publishing model stuff as a teacher? Well, um, I think for me, it's just a little bit of a mindset shift versus bringing on <clears throat> instructors and that kind of thing. Um, my my mindset shift was that I noticed that I was creating more courses for Udemy, but I wasn't increasing my income that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was not a one-to-one or a one-to-whatever ratio for increasing. So what that told me was that I'm just not in the topics that are hot enough or there's too much competition for my topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, it was something that I didn't feel I could, re- I could really change very much. So um, that and also um, there's this program that I've told you about, and I know, and I know um, you know about it, but it's Merch by Amazon. <clears throat> that's a print-on-demand T-shirt business, and it is just so hot. I mean, it is on fire. There's so many people interested in it because it's something that's easy for people to do as a business. And so I've been partnering with people who are already successful in different aspects of that business, uh, creating courses for them. And uh, these courses are, are selling like crazy. I mean, this one gentleman that I partnered with, we did a $97 course. And uh, the other day, uh, I forget how many, I think it was nine or 10 sales came in, you know, over in a 24 hour period. And I'm like, uh, hey, Mike, what did you do anything, you know, special or different? He goes, oh, yeah, I was interviewed about my business. And then I sent them to the course. And I'm like, wow, you know, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And we've had these $97 sales coming in. You know, ever since he's been on a couple other interviews, I'm like, dude, I'm sending you on a world tour of interviews. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of cool to not not have to be the expert, quote, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but to be able to showcase an expert mm-hmm. in your course. Now, each of these courses is created differently. Like this one with him, he says, Dave, I'm not, you know, I'm not one of those people that puts myself out there. I don't know if I could do this. He was very unsure. I said, look, let's do it this way. We'll do a webinar, just you and me, and you'll be the only one that's on the screen, and I'll be coaching you off screen. So that's very much like a producer mm. model, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was using the, the kind of the experience that I had being produced, you know, on an infomercial, and I was guiding him with what to say, what to, you know, what kind of questions to answer next, mm. what kind of things to talk about. Uh, if it wasn't quite, you know, great, or if I felt like he didn't have the right energy or needed to smile more or something, you know, we'd just do another take. The whole thing's just recording anyway. Mm-hmm. And so basically we did roughly three hours of webinar, he and I, uh, because he did need a, he did need some help <laughs> with presentation and yeah. things like that. It's hard when you're getting started. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, but, you know, what was good in this situation is he had faith that I could help him to build a course and create a course. And then uh, then the job came, you know, of editing it all and putting it all together. And then we added some more things and added some PDFs and and all that kind of thing. Now, this particular style of creating a course probably would not fly on Udemy. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to just make that clear because the webinar software that we use probably was not quite up to the video standards that where Udemy would approve it. Mm -hmm. But that's okay because we weren't making it for Udemy. We were making it for our teachable school. And um, so that was an interesting new approach to creating a course or co-creating a course with someone was get them on a webinar, coach them along, you know, kind of like a juicer extracts all the good nutrients out of the out of the fruit or the vegetable, mm-hmm. I, I felt like I was the juicer <laughs> and I was extracting all the good, you know, secrets from this guy and learning all the all his strategies that, you know, that he's using to be successful. And so because it's a good value proposition and people are excited about his particular business model, uh, we've been selling them like crazy. Ninety seven bucks a pop. We split it 50 50 and everybody's happy. That's so, awesome. That, I mean, that's just awesome to be able to <clears throat> hire premium price sales. Uh, I get a few of those coming in from a couple of things nowadays, and it's just, it's always just like, those are the sales that, at least at this point, it's like, make me feel like, wow, that's like special. Not that the Udemy sales don't feel special, but um, now that it's like my full time thing, I, I have to make a certain amount of Udemy sales to, you know, like survive. And so getting those extra full price, you know, premium product sales are, are really special. So yeah, but it's not, it's not like you're really worrying that much about. (laughs) No, I don't have to worry that much anymore, which is pretty, I mean, which is just amazing. I know we're so blessed to, to be in this position where we're at and it's hard not to, not to settle and not to, um, not, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's, yeah, it's hard not to expect this every month at this point. Um, well, you know, and the good thing, Phil, is, and, and this is for everybody out there too, is if you're a home-based entrepreneur and you've developed the skills and the disciplines and the habits, you know, of success, it's kind of hard to turn that off, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because... It, the way I see this business or really any home-based business, it's kind of like a video game that you get paid to do. Like everything I do during the day is a game to me now. It's not mm-hmm. a struggle or I got to worry or it, it's it. Now it's like, okay, how big can we get this thing? Mm-hmm. How, you know, how many passive income streams can I stack upon each other yeah. now? You know, where before it might've been a struggle to like, oh man, I got to get my, you know, like when you're first starting out, oh, I got to get my first course up. Will it work? Will it sell? Mm-hmm. And then there's another stage where you've got some courses up. You're like, okay, this is working. This can actually work. You know, you feel like you've proven it to yourself. Then there's another level where you're, you're just stacking income streams. Each income stream is coming in, mm-hmm. you know, regularly. And if you do like Phil has done where you're, you're really, you know, distributing your income streams across different platforms and bringing them different ways, then you're really building some security Mm -hmm. and there is nothing like it, man. And then, so when you've got that base of income security or financial freedom that where you don't really have to worry about bills anymore. Mm -hmm. Now, now let's just play at it, right? Let's just have fun with it. Let's see how big we can get it. Let's see what else we can do. Let's see how else I can, you know, build this thing. Um, And that's, well, that's where I think, 
uh, Phil, uh, Phil, you're still way ahead of me, but I think Phil and I are both in that position now where we don't have to really worry too much about a monthly income or anything or bills being paid. That's taken care of. Now let's take it to another level. You well, know? And that's why, and, how we have this opportunity of becoming more of a publisher because we have it set up. Correct. We know the system, but also we've built the, the numbers, just the numbers on Udemy, the numbers in our email list where we can bring in a co-instructor and say, hey, like we can work together and we can promote to this amount of people. Uh, and as a new instructor, that is probably like really attractive because when I was starting out, I would have taken advantage of that because I didn't know sure. what I was doing. I didn't have an audience of my own. And the truth is like I've worked with co-instructors almost the entire time that I've been on Udemy. And um, when I was starting out, the co-instructors like didn't do any of the promotion. They didn't do any of the mm. the behind the scenes work creating the courses. But now I'm making them do that. I'm making them oh, wow. edit the course. I'm ad- making them uh, you know upload to Udemy, write out descriptions, sales page, <clears throat> and they're realizing, man, this is like a lot of work. So <laughs> it's it's not a unfair thing for me to partner with someone to be in charge of the promotions, to be in charge of the writing the sales copy. Uh, and like the fact that I have a website now that has so much traffic and the brand on YouTube and stuff, it's, it, it gives me the opportunity of being a publisher now. So that's, that's that is cool awesome. Too. And it kind of just is like obvious that I should just keep expanding and trying to go, go bigger. I mean, I guess some people might say the other argument is that you, why do you need like so many courses? You could just pick one course, get do one course, make it a super premium product, and just stick to that one exact topic and maybe add coaching to it and that kind of thing. That's another route. That's not the route that I've taken, but that's another mm-hmm. way that you could grow as a business as well. Right. Well, that seems to be the model that you find on Teachable or Thinkific Mm -hmm. on the self-hosted platforms. You've got a lot of people very successful with online courses where they they create one incredible course and then they just go to town marketing it. And somehow, you know, they're able to pull it off. But for most of us where, you know, we're more teachers than we are marketers, let's say, it's it just makes more sense to create content because. That's what we're good at. It's yeah. what it's what comes naturally to us, right? So by creating a lot of content, the cool thing about that is you diversify your income. You've got, you know, like I have 46 courses on Udemy, but I have other, you know, I have quite a few other courses elsewhere. And each one of those I look as, as an individual income stream. And then outside of Udemy, I've got these other income streams. Mm-hmm. And my income streams outside of Udemy outpace, out-earn my Udemy income, Mm -hmm. but all of it comes in from not just courses on Udemy, but Skill Success, Amazing.com, all these other, you know, like you have Skillshare, all these other platforms. And those platforms are continuing to come in and continuing to want our courses, you know, so there's nowhere to go but up. How is um, Skill Success doing for you? Skill Success is okay. It it pays me a few hundred bucks a month. Mm Uh, two or three hundred, roughly. You know, it's not yeah. a huge amount, um, but it's consistent and it's always there. And it's just another part of you know of the different stacks. You know, yeah. the passive income stacks. Yeah. But I do much better on Amazing.com and and you and much better on Udemy.com. Yeah. And then um, 
Well, one thing we should talk about today is getting our courses on Amazon, which is yeah. Yeah, something well, I'm very about excited that, about. Because that, I'm, I mean, I know you... Um, I think you have a course or something that maybe we can include links to or something, but can you break down the process of how that works? Because I'm still confused about how that even works. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll give you the kind of the simple version because I want everybody to kind of understand it. I know you could understand a lot more, but um, the simple version. Well, let me let me tell you the story, though, because I think the story is kind of cool as We've always kind of believed or sensed, you and I and most online instructors, that Amazon at some point might get into the online course mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. or Google or Facebook or somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And they still might. But so I had these Google alerts set up for keywords like Amazon online teaching, Amazon education, Amazon online course. And I just set them up because I figured, hey, I want to be the first to know if Amazon does this, right? They're getting in everything else, right? Yeah. I saw a funny meme today on Facebook, and it said uh, it was like a, a fake news story, and it said Amazon buys the world for four hundred ninety trillion dollars because <laughs> <laughs> they're buying up everything. Yeah. But anyway, so one day I get one of these alerts, and I'm reading it, and I see that somebody has a course on for sale on Amazon. I'm like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. So I go over there, I click on it, and it's and of all things, it's somebody's how to sell on eBay course selling on Amazon. And I'm like, you know, I'm the eBay guy, right? And this guy beat me to it. So I'm like, wait, how did he do that? Like and then I, I, I go in and there's a category for online courses on Amazon, but so I started doing some research. I'm like, okay, I got to get on this. If this guy's here, I got to be here. Mm-hmm. So I started Googling the heck out of it, and I emailed about five different Amazon departments. And in my Google search, I found out that Amazon had done like a little beta test in 2013 mm-hmm. of online courses, but they never went through with it. And so there's these this few like five or ten companies that are selling online courses on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Nobody else. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is weird. How can I get in there? So I emailed about five Amazon departments. I said, I pointed to that course. I pointed to that category. I said, look, how do I do this? Yeah. <laughs> can you tell me how to do this, how to get my courses on here? Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard zero from anybody. I heard nothing, you know. And so um, three or four weeks pass. I'd forgotten about it because I figured, yeah, you know, it was a program that came and went yeah and they just never never launched it so one day i'm going about my business i get an email from amazon and it's one lady she says i researched this for you and i found out she says go to you can go to this link to publish your course on amazon so i'm like okay cool so i go over there but as it turns out it's not it's not an online course platform Mm -hmm. it's not an online course things so i was basically given a link to one page where i could which which was basically like here dave here's the next piece of the puzzle (laughs) okay (laughs) so yeah totally it was totally like that and so I'm, i'm i'm going in there i'm saying okay so how does this work first after out of about i don't know five or six different things you could do on this one page Uh, I had to figure out which one of those would apply to an online course. And then um, 
putting two and two together, seeing the example course that I had, I was like, oh, okay, so the, the way it's done is you create a listing on Amazon, but it's not through the typical listing process where you would sell anything. It's a very different, it's a different section of Amazon. You create a listing and you sell an activation code in your listing. Amazon allows you to do this in certain places. And then when you, uh, when you, when somebody buys the course, they're basically buying the activation code, in other words, coupon code, mm-hmm. and with directions as to how, how and where to redeem that coupon code. So, which can be your teachable school, Thinkific, Zendler, mm-hmm. whatnot. So I put these two together. Now, I didn't know if these things were going to work. I, I went through the whole process. I filled everything out. I didn't know if I was doing it right. There's no instruction guide. There's no manual, you know, telling you step by step. And um, so I'm like, man, it's been like four or five days since I did that, and I haven't heard anything from Amazon. You know, I haven't heard whether it's been approved or published or what. Mm-hmm. So I went into my account, and uh, I went and looked around in one of the areas of the dashboard, and it says published or live. I think it said live uh-huh. next to my course. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. So I went and looked it up on Amazon, and it was live. It was for sale on Amazon. I'm like, whoa, I did it. You know, I was just so excited because I can't tell you how many steps I had to take to figure this thing out Mm -hmm. and then to figure out that I did it correctly. But I found out later that Amazon doesn't email you when your course is published. They only email you if there's a problem, Mm. you know, if there's a mistake, if you've made a mistake in the, in the process of listing it. So then I'm like, it's on. So I I hurried up and published four more courses and now I've got 14 courses up there, I mean, and they're seems, selling. That seems incredible. I mean, the fact that you can do that, and then also it just seems like it wouldn't be that hard to do once you know the process just to get all your courses up there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> What's the catch? <laughs> well, the catch is is the multiple steps that I had to take to, number one, figure it out. because. Yeah. You know, I was on a Facebook group. I was, I think it was a teachable group. And somebody said, uh, does anyone know if you could publish your online courses on Amazon? I'm like, I figured it out. I'm like, hey, I figured it out. I figured it out. And they're like, and then all these people are like, I don't know. And following, following, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, I figured it out. I have a course on it. And, and, and there's, it's like, it's like I'm yelling, but nobody's hearing me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. So anyway, this one guy, he made it his mission. You know, it's like, I'm going to figure it out. And so he, I felt sorry for the guy, man. He was contacting all these Amazon departments. He was on the Amazon.com Facebook group asking questions. He was in the developers group. He's all over the place asking, like, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. He never figured it out. It was just. <laughs> and so this is, I mean, this is legit, right? It's not like yeah. Amazon's going to come back and be like, no. Like- no, because. No, because it goes through an Amazon approval process. Uh-huh. You know, your your course does not get published unless Amazon approves it, and that takes two two to three days usually. Uh-huh. I've I've gotten them done in one day, um, but yeah, you just fill out this. You know, it's basically a it's a simple eight step process. You fill yeah. this out. You're basically creating your listing in that process, 
And uh, the only other thing you need is a course graphic. You need a course graphic because it's going to show up as an actual Amazon listing. Mm-hmm. In Amazon, they, the identifier for a product is called an ASIN, mm-hmm. which I don't remember what it stands for, but it's basically the, the unique identifier. Mm-hmm. So your course has an ASIN number, which simply means that it can show up right next to your Kindle books of the same title mm-hmm. or when somebody searches for that particular topic, like photography, your course can be there as one of the products. And amazingly, it's a digital product, so you don't have to ship anything, you know, like you would with... with okay, I'm, I'm going to go buy your course and take it right now because, <laughs> I mean, I imagine Phil, that I've been, I'll be able I've been to going like this back, to right? I've been going like this to you, Phil. I'm like, Phil, have, Phil. I know you have. You told me this before you even, like, launched your course, and I think you even <laughs> sent me a video. I probably have it in my messages somewhere. Well, I might have sent you the course itself. Yeah, I don't know. If, if not, I'll send it to you, <laughs> but... uh <laughs> I mean, I think it's one of those things where I'm like, is this for reals? And I think that's why maybe everyone else is like, wait, is this for reals? Like, is this like a trick? Because it seems like a trick. It sounds like a trick. But uh, but I like I'm saying, I, I imagine that if I did it, I'd start making some money because I have the courses already. <clears throat> yep. Absolutely. That's why I've been like, you know, I know, I know you're super busy. I know you're super busy. You're probably like, oh, Dave's just, you know, doing his crazy thing or whatever. <laughs> but, but yeah, you definitely, I mean, if any, if anybody should look at it, it's you who has so many courses and, and you're, you're so good at putting stuff on multiple platforms and everything. And the, okay, but yeah, and the this, fact that it's on, t- I can just use my teachable account. It's already hosted, but I'm sure. And I think I saw this on some, one of your chats somewhere on Facebook, but. Amazon takes what seventy five percent or sixty percent? Yeah, it's it's similar to the Kindle royalty program, which is seventy thirty. So the okay. the publisher gets seventy percent, Amazon gets thirty percent. Think of that as just you know the cost of doing business on Amazon. Yeah. But on the other hand, the benefit of being on Amazon, besides that massive traffic and the fact that you'll your course will be found next to books, you know, here's here's how I see it. Like if I have a choice, if I'm on Amazon and I'm looking for how to, let's say, how to do photography, and there's a book there, a Kindle book for $7.99, or there's an online video course for whatever, $79, I'm going to jump on that video course. Yeah. Because a book's not going to show me very well how to do photography. I'd much rather watch a video course than buy a book, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm looking, I I just typed in Davis Bino because I figured that would be the fastest way I can actually see this (laughs) live on Amazon. And I see your courses come up as an online course or online code. Um, So, And you can set your own price. Yeah, you can set your own price. I have have them at $27.47.97 and $597. Wow. Okay. This is you set your own else. price. This is something. I should have maybe just sent you that search. You would have said, Oh, Dave. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Yeah, that's what you should do. Is, but, is um, say, Hey, every t- online teacher, look at I have my courses on <laughs> Amazon. Check it out. I should do that. I should do that. Oh, All right, okay. you just gave me a great crazy. sales tip right there. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, so that is awesome because the fact that you're on Amazon gives you credibility, which means you can charge even more for your course because you're on Amazon. Yeah, and it's just uh, another way for people to find you. And if they sign up for your course, it's it's on Teachable or your own platform now. You get their information and you can promote to them another product or service yep. later on. So, well, that's awesome. <clears throat> that seems like 
a lot of stuff that you've been up to. And I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, and I'm sure that course that you're doing is probably making some sales and probably it's worth it because I don't know who else, no one else seems to figure this out. So uh, that course in the first two weeks of launching it uh, sold a little over 800 units. Wow. In two weeks. Wow. Uh, we, my partner and I, because my partner has the kind of the, the audience mm -hmm. for the latest, coolest, cutting edge stuff, right? So, uh, and it's tied into an affiliate army of people that will also promote your stuff. So, yeah. uh, because of that, we sold a little over 800 units. We, we're now at almost 900 units, but just in the first two weeks, we sold 800 some units and uh, we each made about $13,500 in two weeks. Wow. That. From <laughs> from that launch, <laughs> and people are still. The weird thing about it is, it's it's kind of rippling right now. If you if you're on the Teachable Facebook group or the Thinkific Facebook group, people are going, "Hey, did I hear that you could put your courses on Amazon?" And like, mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah. And so now I even have like affiliates who, you know, I'm not even doing the work of promoting anymore. I've got this lady who. She published her course on Amazon, and and within 48 hours, she made a sale, $57, no, $59 course. Mm -hmm. And um, so now she became an affiliate, and now she's kind of like my evangelist. She's telling everybody how cool this course is and how you should get it, blah, blah, yeah. of course, through her affiliate link. And she's like – she's excited because she's never been an affiliate per se where you get paid instantly. Mm -hmm. So as soon as somebody makes a sale, you get money in your PayPal. Mm -hmm. So she is fired up. And of course, she likes the course and wants to promote it. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's a for real thing. It's just, Phil, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of a digger. Okay, I dig and dig and dig and try to figure out, you know, sometimes things. I think that comes from the old swap meet days where I would dig and dig and I'd find the good, the, the goodest, the best stuff I'd find at the bottom of the box, yeah. you know, when, when you're going out picking. Well, I apply that to this and I'm just digging, digging, trying to figure out how to do this. And it just so happened. And that's why I like angels were singing <laughs> when I got that course up the first time. I'm like, oh, it's on now. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, well, so. And it seems like it's early enough to, you know, get on Amazon, start becoming that sort of that bestseller and whatever keyword it is. So it's probably a yep. good time to get all my courses up there. I wonder if Absolutely. they are, I wonder what Amazon's thoughts about it are. Are they, you know, aware that this is how people are selling online courses and are they going to come up with an actual like way, like a platform like we've always been wondering about or, or if they're just like, Whatever. This is just more sales that we're making, more money that we're making. We don't have to deliver anything else either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's, what's cool about this is once you actually watch the course, you'll see what, what happened. What happened was they had a slot or a category or an area where you could list stuff. Mm -hmm. I figured out how to put the online courses into that slot, mm -hmm. and it works. Now, hopefully, I mean, I, I'm, I believe, I still believe that Amazon will at some point get into that game, mm -hmm. either by buying an existing company, which would probably be the easiest way, mm -hmm. or by, uh, or by starting their own. Uh, but until that happens, 
we'll already be there. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. We'll have our stuff there and we'll be selling it and, and selling it at a higher price. So the, this all started with a conversation about 70 percent, 30 percent. You know, you just raise you could just raise your price to cover that if you want mm-hmm. or just think of it as a an affiliate that you're paying 30 percent. Mm-hmm. For getting you sales, which yeah. is really what it's like, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, I haven't I mean, had I've any. I've always in- felt like, I mean, with Udemy affiliates or anything, like it's sales that I'm not going to make anyways on my own. So, bring them yep. on, bring them on. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. That's exciting. So that's why you don't have a, a perfect Black Friday Udemy sale strategy <laughs> yet. <laughs> It, that thirteen thousand might be a reason why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just haven't had the time. Yeah. No, but actually, yeah. that this particular product did come with more support uh, questions than most because it is so cutting edge, mm-hmm. and it is, and it was so quick to. I was so quick to launch the product after discovering that it could be done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I launched it right away, and we blasted it out. And of course, eight hundred fifty. You know, some sales, you're going to get some support questions. Yeah. But I went so far as to, uh, maybe I shouldn't say this publicly, but one guy was struggling with it. I went so far as to actually do it for him, mm. you know, get him through it and, and record it so that he could see this. the process. Yeah. And now he's fired up because he's doing it. But I mean, I, like I said, I shouldn't do that, say that publicly because I don't want everybody to <laughs> say, oh, you get Dave doing this for you. Hey, everyone, Dave's <laughs> uploading all your courses to Amazon for you, everyone. <laughs> I mean that, yeah, we'll but go. like, if the process is so confusing, that could be a small side hustle if someone <laughs> wants to do it. Similar to how Amazon Video Direct was really confusing for people, even after yeah. our course, people were confused about how do I get it up there, and and it was confusing with the closed captions. And there's still, I don't understand why some things get approved and some don't. So, right. someone that's a and, and by the way, this is this is way simpler. Than Amazon okay. Video Direct. This oh, is basically filling out an eight-step process, following along with the videos as I show you how to do it. Once you've done it once or twice, you'll have it down. Um, so yeah, it's not it's not complicated at all. What the only part that was complicated was figuring it out. And once it's figured out and you know how to do it, it's a piece of cake. That's awesome. And have you had any experience of them not approving a course? Uh, yes, I did have a couple of times where, let's see, I'm trying to remember what the specific thing was. I did something wrong. Oh, I know what it was. It was the, uh, the actual codes were not working correctly. So I had to get a, do a little customer support ticket with Teachable and, and they, they gave me the, uh, the trick on that. So, but yeah, I'm I'm basically like topics or things that, oh no, that part. That part, no. There is no vetting as far as your content, mm-hmm. the quality of your content, mm-hmm. none of that. All they care about is that you listed it correctly, that mm-hmm. you did it, did the mechanics of it correctly. Yeah. Nothing else. There, there won't be. I mean, now I, I can't say that for sure. If you run something that's you know really yeah. uh, risque or something, yeah. maybe there's a problem there. But, but I'm, I'm talking like in terms of the quality of your content or the quality of your, your course itself. No, they're not looking at that. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome because. This is not just a way to sell online courses. Like if you have, let's say, a bunch of stock footage Mm -hmm. and you want to sell a package of stock footage or stock photography, Mm -hmm. you could sell that this way. Mm -hmm. This is for any type of digital product, not just online courses. Yeah. So let's say you have a bunch of WordPress uh, themes. Mm -hmm. 
that you want to sell or a big package of graphics mm-hmm. or a podcast that you want to sell, you know, just the audio from a podcast or a special interview or something. I mean, anything that's digital, you can sell it this way. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Can I make so, yeah, a we're, podcast episode for online course masters? <laughs> of course, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking, man, this is going to be valuable to people. <laughs> it is going to be super valuable. <laughs> absolutely. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm going to do that. You know, and speaking of valuable, um, one other thing I wanted to cover today was uh, how valuable we are as people who know how to create an online course. Mm-hmm. You alluded to it earlier, Phil, because you said, you know, how if when you were just starting out, you would have jumped on an opportunity to work with a seasoned veteran, a seasoned instructor. Um, A lot of people out there will do the same thing. They will jump on that opportunity to work with us because we know how to build an online course. That means for all of you in the audience, if you've even produced one or two online courses, uh, realize what kind of a commodity you are and how you can partner with people or even create a course for someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know if anyone's heard of Russell Brunson out there, but he's a he's a pretty uh, big time guru in terms of internet marketing. And um, I recently did some work for him, which was basically creating online training for one of his products, one of his membership sites. Mm-hmm. And so I sold myself, in a sense, on. You know, I was able to show them a couple of my uh, courses, and they loved it, and they're like, yeah, we want to hire you to do that. And it was just a project. You know, it was just a gig that I get, got paid very well for. But So it's not like a passive income thing. It's just a one-time you know, yeah. cash infusion. But um, that ability to teach, communicate, and to create content like, the, like we are able to do, realize you have a valuable skill out there, guys, and it's not just – you know, it's not just for you to benefit from, but you can actually benefit other people with it and get paid to do it as well. So I just wanted to throw that in there because I think oftentimes as, as online teachers, we think of ourselves as just, I'm just an online teacher. You know, I, mm-hmm. I put these courses together. No, man, there's a lot of people that have not figured that out that need your help or that need your ability to put that content together. Yeah. And so and um, just like I think I'm outsourcing people to write articles for me there's companies that if they have a budget they're willing to spend a lot of money like russell bronson to hire you to create an online course i actually did that same kind of exact thing for this um company called filmora they have a video (laughs) editing app but they wanted me to create like a little youtube course and i pitched um they came to me but i pitched them what i would do my rate which i did a Mm -hmm. good rate for myself and they were able to pay for it just because yeah it's hard to not only create the course but to be able to be on camera like that in itself it's hard to find someone who's comfortable doing that so exactly totally something that even even though it's not passive income something that we can all do um especially if you if you're in sort of a, a niche that um and you're in it for a while that you develop you know your expertise i actually just got an email from the creator dji they're the creator of like drones and like all these cool cameras and they reached out to me literally just yesterday and were like hey we're wondering about collaborating 
on a course or something and I, I respond. I was like, heck yeah. Cause if that means I get a free <laughs> drone, then for sure. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, yeah, like people are starting to reach out to me about that kind of stuff too. And it just takes time being doing it and building your expertise, um, to yeah, do that. Yeah. And you could do, do those on a case by case basis, you know, as long as there's good enough benefit for you, maybe the benefit is a cash infusion. Maybe the benefit is a free drone, which I wouldn't mind having, or maybe the benefit is it opens doors to, uh, bigger opportunities, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one time, uh, this isn't an example of that, but there's one time when I did a, a I created a course for a venture capitalist mm-hmm. and the venture capitalist paid me $5,000 one time to create this course for him. And now he's making money on it because I think he saw it as I invest X amount and I'm, then I get paid for that forever. Yeah. You know, from that point on. So, but other times it might open doors to opportunities that maybe you didn't even see were there at the beginning or they, they or they weren't visible at the beginning, I should say. But because you get in with a company that's doing really well, you might have further opportunities or bigger opportunities down the road. So there's a lot to be said for that, you know, the the ability to open doors and get into places with your skill. So it's kind of like there's benefits to both being the publisher, but also being the person who works for the publisher as well, especially when you're starting out, but also when you're more advanced uh, in your career as an online teacher as well. Yeah. 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 I think that I think that both you and I feel we're we're both kind of because we're we're at this level and don't get me wrong, there are other instructors that are at this level or, or above or whatnot, but but because we're at a decent level, I think that we're now starting to explore and see and find, you know, other opportunities or different opportunities. And it's kind of cool to be at this place where you can start to do that and explore and not just be in the grind. You know, yeah. all the time. Yeah. And it's kind of how I started teaching online. It was part-time or side hustle aside from my full-time job. And I was able to just experiment with it, create courses yep. on whatever I thought was interesting and figure out which ones people actually liked, figure out how to get better. But then there was this point in the middle where I was like, okay, this is becoming my full-time thing. So I really need to work hard. Oh no, Udemy changed the price. So we got to go crazy <laughs> and figure out how to make a living. And then since then it's, continue to grow and like you said at this point i'm at i'm at the point of like okay how do i make this even better because i can depend on the passive income that i've built up to this point Mm -hmm. and now it's just like yeah how can i make this even better how can i take it to the next level or or take it to a different level uh it's yeah it's exciting it is yeah it's a great place to be one thing that I've been doing that has worked relatively well is just creating a membership model on my own site. And I know you, <laughs> we've talked about this before, and I know I could be charging more and you think I should be charging more, but I'm charging $9 <laughs> for my monthly membership. And um, I have almost 200 people a, a part of that so far. Wow. And it grows. And there's, of course, people that leave it every month too, but it's growing um, somewhat consistently i started that membership program at the start of the year so that's just um income that i can count on basically from month to month which is is awesome too to see that growing Um, because in the long run that gives me a lot more um just peace of mind knowing that even if udemy disappeared like 
with that and then money coming in from like my YouTube ads and then from affiliate sales from my own website, like I could do this and be fine. Yep. So that's that's pretty awesome too. Well, what I what I love about that is it's it's totally yours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not on any platform with that. You're, I mean, yeah, yeah. Maybe your courses are on Teachable or, or wherever, mm-hmm. but but it's your business. That part of it, that part of your whole, you know, your empire is 100 percent yours. You could, if something were to happen to Teachable, move it to Thinkific or somewhere. But those are your customers, your clients, your students fully. You know, whereas on Udemy. We need to kind of play by their rules to get access to those students and and whatnot or or any other platform, you know, is going to be that way. Uh, that is 100 percent yours. So uh, that's awesome. That's so that's a good number. So that's roughly, what, 1800 a month. Yeah. And so, I mean, some um, of those have actually those are all the total members in my sort of VS video school online membership. Some people paid $300 to get the lifetime subscription or Oh, there you go. Some people are paying $100 a year, but um but roughly probably yeah, between $1500 and $1800 a month is uh recurring at this point. So, yeah. See, I'd be so fired up about that. I I would actually be more fired up about that than a higher dollar number, but I had to depend on another entity mm. for that. Mm. You know, well, it's I'm, exciting because now it's like, okay, how do I just drive more traffic to video school online? How do I right. just get more people in the door? One of the things that I'm using is Thrivecart. It's the mm-hmm. plugin that you hooks up with all kinds of other platforms, but it hooks up with Teachable, and that has increased the amount of people signing up for my membership site because it's way huh. easier for them. Um, I also have a seven-day free trial through Thrivecart, which you can't do with just Teachable. Um, and that's on my homepage of Video School Online as my main sort of opt-in is here's your seven-day free trial. Automatically kicks into a $9 a month tri- or membership, but mm. getting a lot of people excited about that. And they don't have to go to a separate sales page or anything to actually sign up. Through, mm-hmm. with Thrivecart, it's just right there on Video School Online's homepage, and it's super easy for them to sign up wow. that way. So that's cool too. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I love the way you've put that together and using Thrivecart. Sounds like it makes it a, you know an easy experience for the new user, and you're getting them into a low dollar uh, thing, which is easy to just stay with and not cancel. And that's awesome. I love yeah. that. Great business model. There's only a couple of issues with Thrivecart, like the canceling. It doesn't automatically cancel the Thrivecart membership because the payments going through, it's separate than Teachable um, when they mm-hmm. sign up through Thrivecart. So if someone wants to cancel, they actually I have to manually cancel them with Thrivecart. They don't have it automated yet. It's a feature that I'm hoping they add for huh. the Teachable integration shortly. But um, that's the only thing. But... Um, but yeah, it's been awesome so far to see that grow. Yeah, that's great, man. Yeah, that's good to hear. So everything seems to be working out pretty well. We've been t- chatting for an hour. Is there anything else you wanted to chat about before we sign off? Um, no, other than just uh, encouraging. If you know, I, I mean, I know this is geared toward online course creators. Just want to encourage you all to check out that course. I'm sure that Phil will have a link somewhere uh, to check it out. Because you can now have your courses on Amazon. It's completely legit. Phil just, you know, Stamp approved it, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it is it is completely legit. I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't. It's not some weird, you know, 
magic into Amazon servers or anything like that. <laughs> but it is it is pretty cool, though. I think when you see it, and and this is the the response I get from most online course instructors uh, when they see it and they see how it works, they're like, "This is genius!" Yeah, and they get very excited about it. So. Cool. Uh, yeah, since yeah. this is going to be an online course master's episode, then we'll definitely include links to all of that. And um, Sounds everyone, good. Yeah, and for everyone watching this or who watches this on the Passive Income Show, thanks for watching the replay. And, of course, we're always here to answer all of your questions on the Passive Income Show or on Online Course Master's Group and really anywhere. So Dave and I are happy to help out because, um, yeah, it's our turn to give back and help people have success. That's right. We're all about the online courses. We love it. It's given us a great lifestyle. And we just want to see everybody else have that same opportunity, you know, that same chance to have an ongoing passive income that you don't have to do anything for, except maybe answer a few student questions here and there. You know, so. Cool. All right, Dave. It's been good chatting. And everyone else, we'll see you. uh, Same here. See you soon. See you, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to fast track your success, head over to onlinecoursemasters.com and sign up for your free trial of my flagship program, the Online Course Masters Masterclass. Yep, that's right. It's a masterclass designed to take you from zero to hero, creating and selling your very own online courses. If you haven't done so yet, please leave a review for this show wherever you listen. This is how we can help expand our audience and help teach the world. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week in the next edition of the Online Course Masters Show.